This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Huge and Ryan Hi. here. I'm Hi. Ryan. That's Huge. Hi. Uh, we wanted to talk to you guys about uh, the fact that the holidays are over. Um, and if you're like anybody else in the world, you've probably set some uh, some goals and they might, they might not be sticking. Yeah. I mean, people have New Year's resolutions, but come on. Let's not worry about resolutions. Let's just worry about like healthy eating, you know, yes. eating better and, and, and consuming less sugar and, um, and eating some more healthy snacks. And yeah. right now, healthy snacks, let's be honest, they don't taste very good. No, no, they don't. They don't satisfy your cravings. So mm -mm. it's like, all right, you're trying to cut out these sugars and stick to these re resolutions, but then you're picking some cardboard garbage that doesn't taste good. Yeah, guys. Uh, that's why we wanted to tell you about who this podcast is sponsored by today, Monk Pack. Monk Pack is yes. today's sponsor, one of today's sponsors of the episodes. And this little bars, well, big bars, actually, they're pretty big. They only have one gram of sugar. That's all. One gram of sugar, two grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. But they are tasty, my friends. Yeah, I mean they're really good. They're they're great for anybody that's following a keto lifestyle, mm -hmm. but they're also the perfect snack for anybody who's just trying to eat better or cut back on sugar. Yeah, I mean, you know, they are keto granola bars, but even if you, you know, don't do keto, it doesn't matter. They're just awesome because they have soft and chewy textures and they come in delicious flavors like coconut cocoa uh chip. Um, maple pecan and some peanut butter. I'm I'm digging that peanut butter though, bro. Yeah, I wish I'm, my whole thing, my whole monk pack was peanut butter because, well, or not because then I would just be eating them 80 times a day. I mean, you could probably get it that way if you wanted. Yeah. I mean, so look, I, you know, you go to the store, I go to like, I go to the supermarket, I'm looking at the protein bars. I've had the ones that I've tried in the past. I want to try something new. I'll pick it out. I like the label. I like what they say, you know, the the ingredients and what it says it has. I try it. It tastes chalky. It's a yes. waste of money. If I bought a bunch of them, I end up having to throw them away or give them away. But that's like in trying the monk packs, they sent Eugene and I a big case of them. They're all legit delicious. Yeah. They're, in fact, mine were too. I was a little bit too tempted by them. I had to have my wife lock them away just so I wouldn't eat them all. Well, I mean, the cool thing about them, too, is they like. You know, you have all the nuts on there and you can see them. Like, yeah, you can, it's a good it, doesn't, sign. it doesn't look like it's all processed. It looks like the ingredients that you read on the back, you can see in every bite. So you're like, oh, okay, this is not just fake flavoring. This is the real deal. And, you know, um, what I love about them is that they're great as a quick breakfast or just like as a treat late night. But, also, they're not so proteiny that they like set your your um the way that you're eating off. If that makes sense, yeah, they sense. don't throw like, off your macros. No, no, they don't throw off your macros, and and like it gives you a good amount of protein, a good amount of carbs, um, uh, and no, and not that much sugar. Yeah, they're well balanced, and you know some of these um some of these sugar quote unquote sugar free bars, like I was talking about the the chalkiness. It's literally just. Uh, some kind of chemical paste. Yeah. Um, or they're they're full of sugar alcohols, and that's another cool thing about these uh these the Monk Pack uh, keto granola bars is they're uh, in addition to being keto friendly, they're gluten free, grain free, plant based, 
non-GMO with no soy, trans fat, sugar, alcohols, or artificial flavors. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said, they taste incredible and they're, they're low in sugar. So it's like awesome, you know? Um, and you don't even have to go to the grocery store to get them. They ship online and you can get it right to your door. So try it for yourself and you'll see what we're even talking about. Cause me and Stanger can't get enough of them. And we have a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any monk pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code dumbbells at checkout. And Monkpack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, any, they'll <laughs> change the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. Yeah, to get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M U N K P A C K.com and select any product. Then enter the code dumbbells, you know how to spell it, at checkout to get. off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food that you can count on. We thank them for sponsoring our podcast. Yeah, thank you, Monk Pack. Thank you. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. Please keep in mind that we're not doctors, never claim to be. Now, just a couple of dumbbells love ourselves from fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. It can. Holy shit. Wow, that felt good, man. That did feel good. I was like... Should I review it? But then I'm like, if it doesn't get back to me, then we haven't been doing this for three plus years. <laughs> Into the fourth it, dude. year, dude. 2021. Happy New Year, Stanks. Happy New Year, Eugene. Uh, good to see you, man. Yeah. Been, been thinking about you, buddy. We, A lot uh, of life stuff going on. And I will say, um, you know, the uh, support system of people, especially during this, is uh, is very cool. It's good to see. It's good to feel. Just because you can, it's so easy to feel distant from everybody and like, you know, and it's a weird time. Um, You know, I I don't know if, I don't know if it was mentioned in any episodes or anything, but, um, but you know, I, I'm, um, uh, my, my pops passed away at the, uh, right before Thanksgiving. And it's just, it's a weird time for that to happen because it's like, you don't. The closure's still not there. Not at all. Because I haven't been able to go to the East Coast and we haven't done a whole thing, you know, so it's just, it feels so open-ended still. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's like usually you get time with family, you get to talk about it, you get to- You get to kind of mourn like hard with a bunch of people. And this is just one of those things where it's just like- I mean, you know, I get to mourn with my family, but it's like you, you do kind of, but then you realize it's like on everything you kind of have to mourn alone, but, but, um, but I feel like what this has done is kind of fucked it up because I feel like by the time we do have something proper, it's like, oh, fucking this again. And it's just going to be another version of it. Rip a scab open again. Sure. But I'm, but you know. At the same time, it's like that kind of stuff will happen, you know, whenever things happen in life that I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to think of him or it's going to remind me of those times and I'll do the same thing. So, 
you know, in that, in the weird, you know, I'm not Buddhist, but in that way of celebrating life, his life rather than mourning his death is, is something that I've really taken to heart and really enjoyed. Cause I mean, he was the funniest dude. So, you know, that helps. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, you hear about if somebody that's a good guy or a good person, I should say, man, woman, whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. And, Jeez, Stanger, you haven't they, changed at all. Whatever they want, man. God. Um, that there's a lot of, uh, there's sadness, but there's not despair. Yeah. You know, because it's not yeah, like- Yeah, that's the oh, way to this, put it. Yeah, because it's like, it sucks, it's sad, but there's not this despair that you feel sometimes if the person wasn't high quality or <laughs> wasn't yeah. good to you. Yeah. That's a whole nother kind of grief. But shit, man. You're, yeah. You know, we, we had this question last time- um, where somebody asked about exercising when they're really depressed. Yeah. So they they said I can't remember the exact the the exact words, but um, we we took a stab at it. But I was curious your thoughts. So this they were talking about how to not get derailed from your program or your momentum if you're really depressed. You yeah. Know, not just a little low grade sadness or a little bit of a funk, but actually legit depressed. I don't know what was your experience in trying to move around during all I mean did you were you able to or yeah I did I mean you know I I felt like you know I I was in the mentality luckily I think I was I'm in a place or I've always in a place where I feel like that is part of my normal is exercise yeah. oh, okay so you know and it's part of what gets me through the day and if you know you can do any of the things that make you feel like you're back into your normal, you know? Yes. Um, you try to do those. So I tried to do that. That was the one thing that I'm like, well, maybe I can keep on doing this to kind of, and I also know that like, no matter what mood I am in, if I work out or if I break a sweat, at least it's just letting something out. Yeah. Uh, in a different way. And, and it did, you know, um, did I weirdly, you know, it was also that weird time where, uh, and uh, of course, we're already going to talk about Peloton, but, you know, like there's the Peloton rides where they're talking about Thanksgiving and the holidays and what you're thankful for. And and it's the end of the year stuff. And for some reason, it seemed like every instructor lost somebody this year and all that okay. stuff. And they did that. So, you know, there were those moments. And yeah, were there moments where I was like bawling on this bike next to me? Sure. But that's going to happen, you know? Yeah, dude. I got headphones and I'm bawling on a bike. And then there was also times that I was like in the garage, you know, just like, you know, um, angrily working out in that same kind of mentality, you know? Yeah, man. Um, and, but, you know, but then I'd sweat it out and whatever that was felt good just because I was in it. Now, I know for a fact if I was in a lull where I hadn't gotten that excited about exercise when this all happened, I wouldn't have started. Yeah. It wouldn't have, I wouldn't have broke out and gone like, fuck it. Now I'm going to start, you know? Right. That's an interesting point. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's tough to like, <laughs> like, all right, let's start programming for myself. Okay. Yeah. What do I want to do? Yeah. It's just, you just, you know, if you have something in place, you can kind of hang on to it. For your yeah. normal, like you said. But yeah, it is tough to incorporate something new when all this is fucking happening. But yeah, I definitely, you know, and then there's definitely other things that you know, my 
my dad and I never had a drink together. Like it was just not a thing that we ever did. Um, not once, not even at my wedding did we like, you know, and I just never asked him. It was just never a thing that, you know, I remember kids growing up or, you know, who'd be like, yeah, I have a beer with my dad all the time or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and that was just never a thing for me and him. So it wasn't like I was toasting to, you know, anything or, or doing any of that, but you know, growing up, all I remember was, well, not all I remember, but I remember just very distinctly my, you know, my dad being a smoker and all that stuff. And he quit when we were, when I was like in college, way late. Yeah. And right when he quit is I think when I started and he knew <laughs> that. Um, And, uh, you know, that's one of those things that we had shared at one point. So that was definitely one of the things like during the quarantine, uh, not during the quarantine, but right after it happened that I was like, fuck, I guess I'm going to go out and buy a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and I did. Bought a pack of cigarettes, just stood in, outside in the dark and had one. And I thought it was kind of funny and kind of weird. Yeah. Um, you know, but then, you know, just started working out again and being like, no thanks. And, you know, that was it. But it was, you know, that that was the extent of my kind of you know symbolic symbolic yeah finding yeah finding what i could find um but also not really looking just because i'm like you know looking at pictures and just being like fuck man i i look too much like him but i can't change that so i'm always gonna see this asshole because oh my, it's great my ears are huge and my eyes look weird you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um it, so that's so that happened and was rough, but it, you know, it just, it was, it was so the holidays getting through the holidays was a little bit of a, you know, landmine, a, a, a landmine minefield yeah. temperature, temperature shifts and all that stuff. Um, and, um, but you know, we rolled through it, you know, it, it helped it, that Trish is the best and yeah. the kids are great. And, you know, we have that, but it doesn't help that, you know, we were in this transition of everything and still being in quarantine and seeing the numbers in LA being bananas and all that stuff. But hey, we're getting through. Um, but it, it did, I did kind of come out on the other side, you know, health and fitness wise um, with like, uh, like a new a new drive and a new understanding. I think it was because I was, tr I was working out while this was all going out that I was just like, I, I, it, it gave me a little bit more of a fire of like, what do I, what do, what's my goals now? What do I want to do now? Yeah. And, uh, and it's great. Yeah. So yeah, I've switched it up again. I feel like I'm, it, I, I feel like whenever we have these check-ins and this one's been a while, but that I've changed a bunch of shit and you're yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're a lot more um innovative and uh and will take more risks and try things than I will. I'm also I'm hampered in by like some injuries, right, you know, right. which kind of limit what I can do. Like I've I feel like I've found you know, and I, I what I really need to do is I need to hire somebody just to to show me some movements. And it may it may be after we can start seeing people because I think sure. somebody with a trained eye would need to see what I'm kind of capable of. And it must be, and it'll be good to be like a student again. At oh, time. absolutely. Yeah. I need to yeah. do it. I need to do it. Cause that's yeah. definitely stale what I'm doing. 
But so so tell me what what the revamp is. What are you looking? What are we looking at now? Well, I remember right before the quarantine, I started working with a trainer. Remember, I was working with yeah. my with my buddy Nick, who was awesome, and I loved him. And then the quarantine start, start, and he was we were he was holding pads for me. We were like doing that, and I think that was the thing because I was then, you know, added that competitiveness to, um, uh, just was- like hitting hitting the bag and also just like competitiveness of like being uh, accountable with, with something and all that kind of stuff. Being an athlete and being an athlete. Yeah. So then, you know, that was, that was helping. And then, you know, then, then we, we locked down, everybody's just kind of trying to figure it out. And then you kind of find your, what works for you at home in the time being maintenance, basically. It's yeah. just like that's still where I am. Yeah, maintenance phase. There's some moments where you're you're inspired, and then maintenance phase again because it's just kind of like it's not like you can get new gear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then speaking of new gear, then we start talking about the Peloton thing, and um, and and being you know uh, but being in getting into it. And seeing that leaderboard, I, I, you know, I don't check it to necessarily compete with anybody else, but getting those, those, those metrics and everything started getting me excited about that aspect of it. Yeah. So if people don't know, they should by now, but Eugene and I both have Peloton bikes. Mm -hmm. Eugene's got a bike plus. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so we do, we use Peloton, we use the bikes and we take the classes. Yeah. And I'm like locked into uh, the power zone stuff. Power zone stuff. Yeah. So so power zone is where you work with you do one of the base level classes to get numbers. Yeah, yeah. And then you once do a, you you do like a FTP test, that's called. It's like a 20 minute. See how hard you can go for for that 20 minutes. Right. Um, and once you have that, then you can use that those numbers to inform how you take an FTP how you take a power zone class. Yeah. And and how and what zones you are in in other classes. And what zones you're in other um, classes. And so there's like a new bar underneath your your output if people have pelotons but they haven't done the power zone stuff. It's very interesting cuz then you're really competing with yourself and seeing how hard you're pushing yourself in each of these rides. Um and how to stay consistent in you know, certain zones and, you know, what, what your push is and how that changes when you get better at it. And, um, and and I think there was something to it that I was, I love the instructors like, you know, Cody and Alex and stuff that make it fun, Yeah. but like the Matt Wilpert, like the cyclist classes where they're teaching you how to, you know, move on the bike correctly is more on my wheelhouse. You know, it's like learning another athletic thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got really into it. Um, and have you found in doing all this, the work in these different zones, have you found the highway to the danger zone or, um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm trying to, you know, take the highway to the danger zone. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, but it's, it's 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 um it's a lot of it's a lot of riffs, a lot of like guitar licks. 
And, uh, and I always wonder if you're, if you're taking a ride into the danger zone, yeah. or if you're taking it right into the danger <laughs> yeah, zone. I don't know. It's unclear. I don't know. It's <laughs> unclear. Yeah. Um, I mean, both ways work depending yeah. on who's singing, you know, it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, no, I, but I know what you do mean. Do I want to like, rise? Do I want to ride in a Mercedes boy? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> you just tell me what I've got to do with you. But, um, but that's a totally different thing altogether. Yeah. Um, but it does make sense. But it does totally make sense. It does um, make sense. Uh, but yeah, it's a, so so that uh, I guess uh, to like give you my thought pro or my process that was happening after that was then that started you know making me excited about the training aspect of stuff again. But then quickly, and I don't know if I really thought this was going to happen this much, but I could sense that unless I started incorporating getting back out in the garage and starting doing some more stuff that this was going to burn out for me pretty quick. Yeah. Um, because I, as much as I like it and I like that, it's like two, it's just like, it's, it's one skill yeah. and I want it. And I just need, I'm like, great. I can work on this skill on certain days, but I'm, I'm not going to do this all the time, so I need to I figure mean, out what else is happening. You are, and you know, there are limitations to cycling. You're sitting on your ass, and your hip flexors are bent all the time. Like yeah. that is, you know, you can be very athletic on the bike, but it's only on the bike. It does yeah. not, you know, and you do your your wind improves and your cardiovascular fitness improves, but that's that's kind of it, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's you and, get some some legs. Like my legs blow up. Your legs blew up a little bit from doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and that aspect of it was great, and and their strength classes and their cardio classes were fun, and you know, um, but like Rogers was saying in that episode, it's just their strength classes are are kind of more. Um, it, it was it in a way it was like um, I I get the movements, I liked it, but it was just not, um, the in the strength classes were just not the intensity yeah. that I wanted or the weight that I wanted. Yeah. So it was just either not like, you know, it was timed in that way that it was just kind of like, it was hard and it can be hard, but it's just, it's a different way of working out than I'm used to. And Rogers is used to because we're, we're going to the same gym for a while too. So I think we were used to, if it was a like kind of like a, Metcon that you would just work through it, you know? Yeah. So then I was looking for that, I think. Yeah. I mean, these, you know, you, you figure you're broadcasting this class over out to thousands of people watching it. And even if you specify intermediate or advanced or whatever, it still has to be broad. Like it can't, yes. you know, so it's, there's always going to be some degree of like, this is homogenized mm -hmm. to be able to appeal to a large group of people. Right. And Especially so, when it's, um, when it's um, assisted, meaning they're doing it with you. Right. In that time. It's not just a list of what you have to do and then you do it in your time. Yeah. Um, and I think I was looking for programming again, rather yeah. than just, you know, and there was a chance, there was a sense of a couple of workouts where I w just watched the video first and then did it on your watched own. Watched it like, for 20 yeah. minutes, 
wrote it down and then just like put it on my whiteboard in my garage and then just did it at my pace. Yeah. Um, so that I could either at make it heavier with certain things and make it, you know, uh, you know, like just kind of did it that way. And then it just felt like a little bit more work than I wanted. Yeah. So then, um, I, I, I got into this online gym called street parking. Cool. Um, and it's a husband and wife, um, plenty of street parking. Plenty of street parking. It's a hundred a husband and wife's gym. I think their home gym that was based out of uh, Washington State. Um, uh, Julian and Miranda, and they are um, former CrossFit athletes um, of of the CrossFit Games athletes. They're Games athletes, um, and I think Miranda came in. Uh, it was pretty high in there, and they were both in like. Uh, like Team NorCal, they're big, and they're basic. It was basically a CrossFit gym uh, online, or it is a, basically like a CrossFit gym online. The difference is they have a child. She, um, they have a community that is based on like what you have and what you can do, and it's all about getting the movement. It's not. It's not about the leaderboard and it's not about like that kind of, you know, the thing that made CrossFit competitive, but also douchey. Right. They kind of, because the um, place that they, they put their programming on is a database that CrossFit gyms use. Like I remember my one in, um, in Honolulu was also on the same website and a couple other ones when I would visit other states. It's like, oh, are you on Wattify? It's where they post theirs and you sign in and you can get into, you can put your numbers into their gym, so on and so forth. Um, anyways, um, so that's where they're on. So there is okay. still like, you can still see where you are if you put your numbers in and your score in, but it's not about that. It's just like, about what you have at home there's like uh, program a b and c and it's not ba- it, it's not like a ranking of a b and c like c is actually if you have other things like um you don't have dumbbells but you do have a sandbag you know to do that then this yeah. is what the workout would be you know um scaled for that um cool. If you're um, just using a barbell, you have a barbell at home, it would be programming B. If you're using this, it would be programming A, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then there's one that's called shift, which is um, if you're recovering from an injury, if you're um, just had a baby, if you're about to have a baby, if if you just need a movement day. If you want to have a baby. If you want to have a baby. If you, you know, like any of those things. Here's the workout. It doesn't mean it's just going to be as tough as you make it. And cool. that's and that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to like look at something prog- programmed for me and then uh and and then work hard and you know just reading into like the philosophy of that. So it's like, you know, just make sure you have your intensity days and then your workout days and then your rest days, you know. Um and then your simple movement days and that's you know, and I'm like, great. So I think I needed those kind of intensity days again. Yeah. Yeah. Not the ones where it's just like, you know, I'm not throwing a barbell around. 
And if I am, I'm just going to use it to do like the slower movements. I'm not going to do it so that I'm like, I'm not competing with anybody but myself. So as long as I'm like on the ground exhausted because I'm doing enough, then I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, it's that kind of good soldier thing where it's just like, give me my marching orders yeah, and I'll do them as hard as I can. And I don't need somebody cheering me on. I don't need to watch them do the workout with me. Right. I don't even want that. I don't even want that level of engagement. I just yeah. want you to fucking give me what I need and then get out of my way and I'll do and it. And they do, they have it up there of like the demo of the workout. So you can see what the movements are or how they right. specifically want you to do it. And then you just, you know, you can watch them again if you want, but it's, you know, you just kind of get used to them if you're used to doing, but I'm just happy to be doing like cleans and snatches and yeah, all that totally. kind of stuff again, but not not going crazy weight wise. Yeah. Or if I am going to go heavier, then I'm just going to go slower and like, you know, um, more, uh, more f- focus more on the idea of move of like movement and uh well, and, and just doing something it's a cool setup because it's like there's there's ways that you can scale it without completely derailing the whole workout yes so it's like great i can have like a good intense you know olympic weightlifting session with cleans and snatches but i can go light and the workout's not completely thrown off because of that there's a yeah there's a way to go for that or i don't have this one piece so that i can do this version of it. I'm still covered. It's a yeah. good idea. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised more and maybe more are kind of coming to that. But I may- think more, are, but I think there's just, I think the fact that they're so like, um, they are actually reaching out to everybody or the every man or the every yeah. woman or the every family person that, you know, CrossFit kind of weaned away from because, you know, there was just a bunch of, you know, bros that took it over yeah. or that started it. That really yeah. started it, you know, like that. A lot of ponytails with like shaved sides and beards and stuff. Yeah. and top, Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- not quite the top knot, but it was kind of further back. Further back. And then yeah. they had the headband, the, the thin, you know, headband on. Thin headband, thick ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thick but ripped, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of like ab tensing in Instagram shots, and it's sure. just like we get it. You're ripped. You know, you relax your stomach a little bit. But it was to- yeah, where they are like, hey, if your kid is sleeping in the other room, do stepovers rather than box jumps. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff where you don't feel bad. Like yeah, you know, and um, and still you know working out hard and and. Then I would just kind of look into the philosophy of the way that they would be running things and, you know, and and giving myself the leeway a little bit more of, I don't have to go to like the way that I was doing it when I was really into CrossFit, where I was doing it like six days a week, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of like pick a couple of days that I'm really going to go for it, Um, you know, trying to get the best time, trying to get the best numbers, trying to work as hard as I can couple of days, maybe three times. If it feels really good, maybe four times in a week, but no more than that. Yeah. And then the other days, just kind of like, you know, go on a hike and, you know, go for a walk or do like a, a, you know, a 20 minute, you know, groove ride or whatever on this Peloton or whatever, but just kind of keep it sustainable. You try any other instructors? Um, yeah, you like I mean, anybody jump out at you? You like? 
Um, I mean that Matt Wilpert guy. Yeah, yeah, he's doing it. Yeah, he's doing it for me. Um, I uh, I tried Olivia. Yes, who she's also a um a, a power zone instructor. She's her just seems, a, he's her seem prohibitively hard. Where it's just yes. like, what are you even saying? Like, what these numbers don't make sense at all. Really hard, and like, a, it feels like a little bit too kind of competitive for no reason. Yeah, it felt and, fr- it felt crazy. I was like, what no, what numbers yeah. are these? You know, <laughs> yeah, unfun. Yeah. And then you know, and then there was other ones where I was just like. Well, I can only do so many just king experiences ever. <laughs> yeah. I think I did one and I was just like, that's enough. She's funny. Um, but she's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Try Emma Lovewell yet? Um, I have done one. Emma yeah. Lovewell. She's yeah. cool. She's cool. Yeah. Um, Trish really loves Robin. Robin. People yeah. love Robin. She's. I yeah. think she's the most popular instructor. Yeah. But Cody's her favorite too, though. Trish. Yeah. Yeah. I love Cody. Cody actually, he does a similar class every time, and it's actually good for me because it's a lot of um, have it's heavy, you know. Yeah. So he's always doing like uh, in like he's always doing resistance pushes, which I can do really well at and get like a high output on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he's fun, he's funny as hell, man. But he does say he's like I'm at an 85 or whatever because yeah. I'm yeah. a big boy or yeah, whatever. I'm a big bitch is what he I'm says. I'm a big bitch. It's <laughs> yeah. <so> very funny. <laughs> Yeah, he's um, he's crazy, dude. But you know he works out at um at um uh, CrossFit South Brooklyn. I don't know. We got to talk to Gabrus about that. But that's Gabrus's old uh, CrossFit gym. Oh wow! Yeah, I saw a picture of Cody there back in the day, and I was just like, oh shit! Because when I was at, whenever I go back to New York, that's where I would you know that's head your spot? to is 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 uh, Gabrus's place because it was the best. Um, but yeah, so uh, street parking. Can't recommend it higher. Street parking it, it up. Know, Check it out, guys. Let us know what you it's think. It's like a monthly. It's a monthly membership thing uh, to get their programming. But there's so much. They have so much information. Oh, um, and then a big. Um, well, well, what? Let's. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. But why don't we? Uh, you want another we, question? Yeah. Let's. Why don't we answer a question? So um, that, you know, maybe I'll push us that way. Hey, uh, it's Eugene Stang here. And, um, you know, if you're trying to like build muscle or lose weight or, you know, get your nutrition on track, because we have been talking about it and we'll keep talking about it on this podcast, but especially right now, we're in January, you're focused on doing something to switch it up, trying to just make sure or keep the track going for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Right now is the time where everybody's focused on it. And everybody also knows that protein in that is critical. Yes, it is. Um, But uh, you also have to know that protein powder um, is is hard to pick the right ones. Right. So so here's a great one and it's gainful, you know? Yeah, you guys, it's, um, you know, everybody's got different goals. Everybody's got different reasons for needing to supplement protein. And there's so much variety of protein powder now. How do you even know where to start, Mm -hmm. what to get, what do you need? Well, that's why we love that we've discovered Gainful because it's personalized to the exact nutritional needs that work for you, for us. 
For us. Yeah. yeah. Not for us, but for me personally, for Stanger personally, and for you out there personally. Yes. Um, and it's great because they offer customized protein-based uh, protein based on your body type, your diet, your fitness habits, and your goals. Yeah. And so, you know, you look at a lot of these other protein uh, powder brands and they're probably designed by some marketing department. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just trying to make something that, you know, that's going to appeal to you from a marketing standpoint. Gainful is designed by a team of sports nutrition experts who work with professional teams and athletes. And uh, they create formulas that optimize performance with simple and effective ingredients. There's no fillers, there's no gluten, there's no soy or anything artificial. Yeah. And, you know, people email us and ask us on the, sh on the show all the time, what is the best protein powder and all this stuff? And you know what? Here's an opportunity for you to get the best protein powder for you because they they... Gainful offers a free, unlimited, one-on-one -on -one access to your own registered dietitian. So no other protein comes with that kind of hands-on attention, you know? So you, you can actually ask and see what works for you personally. Right, because listen, Eugene and I, we have our own lives. We love you guys. We thank you for listening. We can't go to your door, knock on it, sit down with you, you know, small talk. We got to do a bunch of small talk at the sure. beginning. We can't just say like, what protein do you need? So you're right. doing a lot of small talk. It ends up taking 15 hours yeah. to finally drag it out of you, what your goals are. So we might be able to do it with maybe three of you. Maybe three. That's not enough. Yeah, not nearly enough. We want to get to all of you. And so you can go to, uh, uh, you can go to Gainful's quiz online yes. and uh, take their quiz. Eugene and I have taken their quiz. It's really quick. Took me only a few minutes to complete, uh, and it's asking you questions like, you know, your your lifestyle, your your size, your weight, uh, what you want, what your specific goals are, mm -hmm. the intensity of your exercise, and then they're making the call on what protein you should, which you should use, and you're also getting to choose the flavor boosts. That's a huge oh, that's the game. That's the game changer for me, guys. Listen, they have these flavor boosts, and basically. You know, you get stuck with this big tub of protein and you get sick of the flavor after what, three scoops? Well, with these flavor boosts, you get to change up the flavors for every serving, basically. So it, it's like, you know, it's, it's like you get a buffet and nobody gets buffets nowadays. But like, you know, my favorite flavor, I love the chocolate peanut butter um, and I'm totally into the cookies and cream. I mean, honestly, I can stick to just those two for a long time, but I'm going to keep on switching it up because there's like a bunch of different flavors that are so good. There's a, a vanilla, a Madagascar vanilla. There's a cafe mocha. Woo, baby. Um, they're good. And I'm going to keep trying them. Right now, I'm stuck on the, uh, the chocolate peanut butter. But hey, that's how I do things. Yeah. Real simple. You take the online quiz. They find out what protein is going to work best for you, what formula. You get a tub of it unflavored. You can use the unflavored, you know, mix that in your coffee, use it for baking, whatever you want. Put it in or, your oatmeal, yeah. Yeah, oatmeal or like a smoothie if you're doing it with berries and stuff. And on top of that, based on the fl uh, flavors you pick, you get individual packets of the flavor boost. So one day you could be a Madagascar vanilla. The next Boom. day you could be a strawberry cream person. Sure. And if you're, you know, if you want to take some risks with the flavor, like, I don't know if I would just straight up buy 400 servings of strawberry cream, but maybe I would love it. But the fact maybe. that Gainful, yeah, but the fact that Gainful allows me to do a single serving of it every once in a while, 
I'm all I about mean, that. Stanger, there's also a chance that you might put half of a chocolate peanut butter and half of a cafe mocha and got yourself a like peanut butter mocha. Yeah, Am I Eugene, right? you think I haven't done that yet? Okay, Come I'm just on, saying. Man. Come there's on, a babe. chance that you get it. Well, Who do well, you think you're talking to, babe? You I'm, think I'm not going to do chocolate peanut butter mocha in my okay, life, man? Fine. Great. Well, Come on, babe. with a gainful subscription, you'll receive monthly shipments straight to your door, and you have the ability to easily pause, change the frequency of the deliveries, and update the formula and flavors. That's okay? huge because say you want to go from uh, fat burning into muscle building, update the formula. No Boom. problem. Simple. Your fitness and nutrition journey is one of a kind, so the products you use should be too. With personalized nutrition and support, Gainful makes sure you are making progress toward your health and fitness goals every day. Right now, we have a special offer for all of you bell babies out there. Get $15 off your first month of personalized protein powder when you go to gainful.com slash dumbbells. That's G-A-I-N-F-U-L dot com slash dumbbells. Trust us, dudes and ladies and everybody listening. You're going to love having personalized protein powder from Gainful. It's Mm -hmm. a total game changer. That's gainful.com slash dumbbells to get $15 off your first month. Logan Isaac Burnett says, want to thank you guys for recommending the uh, New Balance uh, Minimus. Got them and they've become a staple for my gym and travel apparel. Any other gym apparel recommendations? I'm really particular about shorts and tend to buy them from 10,000, but those are pretty cost prohibitive. Um, That's it. I like those 10,000 shorts. Yeah. They're really nice. I mean, they're like, what, 80 bucks or something like that. No, they're expensive. Um, But, uh, I mean, my recommendation is, I mean, I've, I like doing a little spring cleaning all the time. So I guess it's not spring cleaning. It's just kind of like going through my gym stuff and like, what am I actually wearing? You know? Yeah. And I realized that I'll get a bunch of stuff that is like workout specific, but then end up just grabbing the t-shirt that was like on the top and just wearing that or the t-shirt that I had on earlier that day and wearing that and just working out in it, especially now, because it's not like I'm going to a gym. Right. Um. But as far as shorts are concerned, I there are shorts that are like those ten thousand shorts are the ones that you find that are comfortable for you, even though they're they cost money. Just wear them out. That's yeah. what I think. Like yeah. you, you get three pairs, spend the money, and then wear the shit out of them so that you're not spending less money, but then replacing them all the time. Right. You're getting the most for your. Va- you're getting the most yeah. out of the value. Three pairs, the most value. Most value out of, yeah. Getting the most out of the value? Jesus Christ. Big rye. Struggling. Big rye. Rugged. Big, rugged. <laughs> struggling. Getting the most out of your value of your value of your value. Because I'll like buy a pair from like Target and then they fall apart. Yeah. After a couple washes. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I Tar- but I'm also, Target. I'm They're also, tra- go They're- for it. Oh, they're trying with like their brand to make it sound like it's some real brand. And sure, like, yeah. What is this? Or even their like champion gear is like something by champion or yeah, champion like by or like yeah lower tier. Yeah. yeah. So it's like one. It's like one seam 
rather than two or whatever. Uh, but I, I like the those classic um, kind of meshy um, champion shorts. Oh, yeah, those are the or best. Or Russell, Russell Athletic shorts that, you know, yeah. like they were like not quite basketball shorts. They're just like that mesh. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. That was all the that was all the rage growing up, man. Yeah. You can't really find them now. You can now. They're, they're making them again. They're back. They're back out. And I'm hardcore on those. Did you wear Umbros? I loved Umbros. Umbros. Yeah. Umbros, yeah. Loved them. Loved them. Yeah. That came back for a hot minute. Yeah. Those were fun. Love those, but yeah, uh, th- those are the those are the gear that I, like if you don't want to spend money, I'm like just go the classic mesh, classic mesh. They're there. Uh, it's these are pricey, but they're not maybe not as much as like a Lululemon. I, what is the right. price point on the ten thousands? Um, I think they're not ten thousand dollars, are they? No, yeah, ten thousand dollars. Um, yeah, they're like sixty. They're like. Uh, 60 to 80 bucks. Okay. So yeah. these are these are in that kind of range then. I was trying to find ones that were a little less expensive, but there's a brand called Viori. Have you heard of it? Yes. Yeah, they Those may are great. Yeah, they may they may find their way on the people's Instagrams and stuff, but V U O R I and they have um men and women pants, shorts, joggers. I have a pair of their like rip stop pants which are kind of cool. But um, their shorts are really good, and I use I like it because you can get the shorts that are unlined. Like you don't have to get the shorts with built-in compression or underwear yeah. in them, which is kind of nice. I like to be able to pick my own underwear. Sure, I handle my fucking underwear shorts, and they have they they have a lot of them that are lined or that do have the compression shorts if you like that. But they also have these um, Banks shorts that aren't, and they also have short like you can get them five inches. Um, so for me, those are like perfect. And then the material's really nice because they've got a little stretch to them, but not too like, much. And that's, that's also in that $70 range. Yeah. They're like 60, 70 bucks, yeah. but they do like, they'll try maybe some different colors that don't get traction. And then those will go on sale. Like I just saw some of them were on sale for like 30 bucks. Sure. Uh, so that's worth looking into, but your more kind of basic colors usually stay in that higher price point. But they last. Like I've, I've been. I bought mine before um, lockdown started, and I wear them all the time. Like I, I wear them every fucking day. Well, that's what I mean. When you're yeah. paying sixty bucks for a pair of of shorts that are lasting you a year, and you're wearing them all the time, and you're washing them all the time, compared to you know spending sixteen dollars, and then you know having to replace them after three months, you know, yeah you might as well get the ones that you like. So splurge splurge. If you're, you know, you're treating yourself in other ways, treat yourself with a pair of shorts. Come on. Agreed. Here's a quick one. Uh, well, it's a quick, quick to ask, but it may be, uh, a longy to, la- to answer a longy yeah. to answer a longy to answer quickie to ask longy to answer. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming to us from cayenne pepper. Oh, boy. What are your thoughts on fat burners? Hate them. What do you mean? Like workouts? Do them. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like pills or anything that's like supposed to help you, no. Find the foods. Yeah. Find the foods. Eat whole foods. Make the foods the way that you're burning the fat, you know? Yeah, cayenne pepper, I got to say, 
even the even the quote unquote best ones or the uh, I, I don't think any of them are that great, but they're not sustainable. Like you can't stay on them forever, and eventually your body will build a tolerance to it, and then you mm-hmm. have to do more to get the same results. And I guess some some fitness people or bodybuilders will cycle or. But I, I would say I'm with Eugene. Figure out a way you can do it naturally with diet and with exercise, because then you can you you're never going to hit a wall with it. You can keep you can keep messing with that stuff and tinkering, and you'll never hit a wall. And you know those things can be dangerous if if you use them a lot um, or in the wrong ways or even just the right ways. They can be dangerous, enlarged heart and um, dehydration and sure. you know all kinds of issues. Um, but yeah, they just they don't feel sustainable to me. Do drink coffee. But like uh uh caffeine's a great uh fat burner mm-hmm. and uh increases your metabolism and endurance. Speeds up your men- yep. And a lot of those pills are just uh caffeine. Caffeine, yeah, with like yeah. a buffer. Um but just drink you know, just drink coffee or tea. At least then you get the polyphenols and the catechins from the coffee or the tea, like the good stuff from it. Mm-hmm. That would drink be- drink a cup of coffee, go outside, take a twenty minute walk. That'll probably help your fat burning better than whatever that pill is that you were going to take. I, I used to take them to like, I would do hydroxy cut and Xenadrine and all that stuff. Ultimate and, orange, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and just try to like, oh man, they were so like their, their before and afters were so compelling. Like the people just look so fucking ripped. And I was like, this is the secret, man. I'm going to shred my abs with hydroxy cut. Crazy, right? Yeah. 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 That. And then even uh, a friend of mine got clembuterol one time, which is like some kind of asthma medication. But they what? people would stack clenbuterol with steroids um, to like really like kind of dry out for competition. So you'd go on like a cleanse cycle. To and just I, totally dehydrate yourself. Yeah, and get super ripped looking. And so I never did the steroids, but I did the, I tried the clenbuterol and you just felt like a fucking crazy person. You know? <laughs> it's like meth. <laughs> did it do anything? Again, it's just like, you know, it just speeds you up and um, it, and uh, maybe suppresses your appetite, you know, so you get a little, you get it kind of from both directions. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's tough to say. I bet if I was being just as strict with my diet that it wouldn't, the, the differences would be negligible, you know? Yeah. Felt like maybe it was like something special I was doing. So I was being strict with my diet and hitting my cardio. But I think just with like, you know, kind of coffee and maybe a little bit of fasting and I could, I could yield the same results and then not have the, you know, the negative health side effects. Yeah. They, for a while, you know, those fat burners used to have ephedrine in them. And then, uh, you know, the people that were selling meth and that shit would buy, you know, boxes and boxes of them. And so then they, you know, the food drug administration got rid of that. And so now, you know, you can still get it like in Sudafed, and cold medication, but all that stuff is behind glass and the CVSs and Rite Aids. You got to get a, and you can only buy it like one or two boxes and then they check your ID. Because you know, like, yeah, people like cooks would buy a bunch of that shit and kind of separate them all out and then work the ephedrine into uh, their meth that they're dealing. So, you know. Yeah. So stay away from the stuff. Stay away, dicey, dicey, dicey. Um, I oh here's a new here's a new development. Um, for me, nutrition wise, speaking of fasting, I don't anymore. Off it, done, done. Yeah. Um, I um, 
Well, well, because we were always, you know, there was, um, even when we were fasting, it was like the focus also was of the foods. We were like really, both of us were, were focused on the paleo template kind of, right? Yeah. Um, but I was adding, um, you know, white rice in pretty much paleo plus rice for the most part. Um, and, um, in a weird way, I've kind of gotten back into that and then some as far as, I don't know if I was, especially now that I'm starting to do more intense workouts, if I was taking enough calories in. Mm. Um, mm. And <laughs> Yoda, I wasn't sure if I was taking enough calories in. So Starving um, yourself, you were? Yes. I was. <laughs> So um, it, it's it's another thing that's kind of within you know the the street parking thing, but also within that like kind of CrossFit community was like a paleo template rather than you know a keto thing, yeah. Just because it's more sustainable. But this is even more because it's it's you know I'm eating a, a decent amount of carbohydrates and um, and a lot of greens, and it's basically. Um, you know, proteins, carbs, and a whole lot of veggies every meal, four meals a day. Um, so instead of like my two, I'm like spread them out. But I, but what I'm using instead of measurements or my fitness pal is I'm using um, the palm method. You know the palm method? Yeah. So it yeah. should be the protein the size of your fist or so something? So the protein is your palm and then... Um, uh, Carbs is uh like a starchy carbs or like you know sweet potatoes, my rice or whatever is a cupped is like a cupped um a cupped hand. Okay. Um, a veggies is a fist, fat is a thumb. Okay. Right. So um, and I don't. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew is like using. Yeah, for your protein. So yeah, so that so that's pretty much the breakdown is um is your your palm is is the protein, your fist is the veggies, cupped hand is your carbohydrates, and your thumb, your size thumb is your uh is your fats for each meal, roughly. Yeah, and people should know your hand is like the size of those number one foam fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have, so, I, I weirdly, I have Andre the Giant's hands. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. you're awake. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, you can palm a basketball and touch your fingertips yeah, together. Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. So, um, so my meals are humongous, but um, um, for basically the way that I'm eating is is every meal is, is two of everything. Um, so shit, three yeah. meals a day, four meals a day, four meals a day. So then I'm like, Oh man, when I started testing it out, which is about a month ago, and this was like going from fasted to that, because like, you know, when everything was going down to, it was, that was the first thing to go was the fast, Yeah, you know, cause people were yeah. sending us, you know, um, food and, you know, yes. getting us through and everything. You're in survival like, mode. Yeah. And, um, and I think as much as I was working out after, you know, uh, as part of the, the grief binge eating or, or just kind of eating whatever is around is definitely a thing that I do take in, you know, it's just yeah. like how not, I'm like, sure, let's, I'm not going to cook. I'm not going to like, you know, 
focusing on that. Anyways, yeah. um, but then I, I did. I want to feel good for 30 seconds. I'll just, yeah. just going to eat what I want. Yeah. So then, you know, so then that went on for a couple of weeks, but then I locked it in and went back to the fasting. There was a while there where I wasn't. I was just like getting up, eating donuts, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it was getting really, it was, it was December after Thanksgiving. I was just like so full all the time that I was like, okay, I got to lock it in. Um, and also we're going to, you know, start, um, shooting in the, in the new year. So I gotta, I gotta lock it in. So then I did like, I just, I got back into, um, uh, the intermittent fasting back in locked in my diet really hard for two weeks um and um and worked out a bunch and dropped some weight and but i i was just it didn't feel like enough you know i dropped it i whatever i gained in the which i didn't probably gain much more than water and stuff over the the time but um whatever i um i gained i lost in those two weeks plus something some more and it but i just didn't feel good like yeah. especially doing the new intenser workouts and everything. I was just like, I gotta, I gotta eat more. Yeah. So then I locked into like eating more often and I was just like, fuck it, man. I might blow up. I might balloon up a little bit, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's, I think it's been about five weeks now that I've been eating like this, four to five weeks that I've been eating like this. And after the first week, I, you know, I, I think I like maybe put on another pound or two from where I got down to. Mm -hmm. And then that pound or two went away by the next week. And I haven't gained any weight and maybe lost two pounds in the last five weeks. And I'm eating so much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think I'm eating more than I have been eating in a while. Yeah. Um, but I, but again, it's like, I'm really focused on that. And I've cut out dairy, I think, is huge. Yeah. Other than whey, other than protein. but The, the uh, hydrolyzed whey. Other than that, um, I'm, I'm, you know, every once in a while, I'll have pizza with everybody um, at the house. But other than that. You throw it up after. And so I throw it up afterwards and then uh, eat a cheeseburger right afterwards <laughs> and throw up the cheese, but keep the burger down. <laughs> That makes sense. Uh, that's great. I mean, shit, you know, it has to happen. I mean, all you're supposed to cycle on and off this stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, it's like, you know, for so long, I would eat six times a day and do these small meals. And then, you know, fasting became like this big revelation. Sure. And then I would do that. And then, you know, then it makes sense to then stop that and then go back to, you know, something to kind of stoke metabolism. Yeah. My Nancy um, started working with a coach online and then she retooled her diet and added more calories in more carbohydrates and more frequent meals. And she's had like great results from it. Like yeah. it really got really lean from it, you know, made, yeah. you know, I'm like, hit some, hit some new areas that she hadn't hit before. But my big thing, my huge thing has been like getting those, those leafy greens in or those, those veggies in with every meal, no matter what, if I yeah. have to drink them, I have to drink them. But like, try not to miss a single one of these meals without like, you know, two or three fistfuls of, of leafy greens. 
That's uh, yeah. What are you doing? Like spinach, Swiss chard. I'm KL. doing yeah, yeah. Doing some power greens. Doing some Swiss chard. Doing some collard greens. Great. And then like a whole lot of spinach. Who? How did you find? Was this from your street parking people? Is this a their kind of program, or did you did you? Seek they, information somewhere else. Uh, a little of both, you know. Like they have the palm method thing also as like the way that they start, but they also have like a template of nutrition as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and through their nutrition, so I didn't go that deep into that, but I I did look at their first, you know, like the way that they were talking about the palm method, and I was like, oh, something along these lines, I think, will be easy for me because I don't know if I'm ever going to necessarily grab a a scale and actually go all out and their yeah. nutrition, their, their, um, their nutrition templates are like, get a, get a, uh, a kitchen scale. Yeah. Weigh everything out if you need specific results. And I'm yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and, and they're like, what am I a it, fucking butcher for Christ's sake? Like, I'm going to get them like, weigh the shit. They're like, that's possible, you know, for people that want to get to that point. Um, but it's also possible for you to just kind of, no after a while and that's ultimately what it is too even if you do use a kitchen scale or you do the palm method once you found what it is you know that it. works for you then you just kind of live in that yeah yeah there's some people that and there's some people that love it too like we had joe wangert on and love like weighing his food and writing it down and all yeah. that there's some people yeah. that love that process but i'm with you once you know you're 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 a little more you pay attention to it more in the beginning and then you just know, like, I know what my serving is now. I've yeah. done it enough times. But I definitely have, you know, right now overly focused on making sure that I'm getting enough, that I'm eating often enough. Yeah. And enough in those Greens. meals. Greens uh, and the protein too. Like, you know, eating, making sure that I'm really taking in enough protein. Because I feel like I am at times, but I I don't think I have been consistently in, until the last Four weeks. Probably. What are you doing for fats? Um, just like you know, coconut oil, olive oil, so uh, avocado, oils and avocado. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's. I don't know what I what I expected to hear. I don't and know nuts. Yeah, <laughs> the normal fat stuff. Okay, that makes sense. And nuts. Yeah, but yeah. for the most part, that stuff. And then the and then the carbohydrates is anything from, you know, rice to fruit to, you know, uh bread a whole wheat bread or something like that but again you know it's like your fist side or, or your cupped hand for that so it's like it's not like i'm i'm just eating like a you know a, a bowl of berries you know and that's like gonna help and do you dig your your big dirty hand in like a pot of rice or what do you do um usually i uh I dig my big dirty hands into everything, and that's how. The weird thing is, is every time we eat, I just I palm everything and then throw it in my <laughs> in my thing in my in my plate. How do and you do? Si- how do you do bread? You just can you ball up like a bunch of sourdough <laughs> in your do, palm? I, <laughs> I mean, technically, if it's in a cupped hand, I, I pack it like I'm making a beef patty, <laughs> like I'm making burger patties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pack him in throw it on the on the grill um yeah but yeah so i've been doing that and uh and it's been it's been good it's been great uh, and and the thing that i've been using 
to help with that, just to make sure that I'm taking enough in. And also to kind of track which days, like the seven days out of the week, I'm just like, okay, I make sure I'll do th- at least three to four intensity days, but no more than that, or three or four workout days, but no more than that. The other days have to be, I have to take a rest day and, you know, uh, yeah. if I if I can, or at least just have them be movement days, whatever. But I've been using an app on my phone called Done. And it's Ooh, just don't like, know it. it's just one of those kind of to-do list ones. Okay. Where it's just kind of like, you just click it when you've done every, every, you've done, you know, like I have to eat, you know, eight servings of protein basically, or, you know, in my day. So it's just like, if my breakfast, I have like a bunch of eggs, then I can just hit that three times so that, you know, yeah. And that's good. I guess that's good for you too, shooting right now too, because you're a little, you know, you're a little at the mercy of your shooting schedule. So you'll, you know, right. you can kind of at least lay it out for yourself and then look at yeah. what you've been able to get in and what you haven't. Yeah. And what I need to eat when I get home, which, yeah, which <laughs> you know, you got, yeah. Uh, or what I have to eat before I go to work. Like that's what has been helping a bunch because like then I'll end up getting to work and only you know, I, I try to stay away from crafty. And also because I'm eating more often, I do have to rely a little bit on crafty and there's nothing good like craft services. So it's just like, you know, it's all just like shitty carbs. Yeah. What, how is, how are the meals on Tacoma this season? Good? Yeah. Pretty I mean, good, right. Usually you get like yeah. pro, some kind of chicken or steak. Or well, and also or now it's like they, they give you the menu and they just put it in your trailer because you can't have, you know, with COVID, you can't just have like a buffet. So I wish that I could make these huge salads and shit like I have done in the last two seasons. I'll make the biggest salad and then ask them for like four pieces of whatever the protein is. And then they'd put it, you know, but since it's the same caterers, they also know that that's what I did. Yeah. So they'll just So they're pack, doing their best. Yeah, they'll just pack all of the protein in this container and then they'll put all of the veggies in a container and then I just kind of divvy it up for myself. Wow, is this it that no more buffets ever for craft service, you think? Probably no, not, no, right? No, it'll come back. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I fucking that was one of the best parts of the whole deal, man. Yeah. Yeah, it'll come back. Yeah. It's just an easier way and it's more cost effective for them to do it that way, I think. Yeah. Um, than yeah. individualized meals like that. But you know, who knows? Um but yeah. So I mean crazy. salad bars are done in the stores though. Oh yeah. Forever, I think. They have you the guys. Think, I will think- say when I went to the Whole Foods in Atlanta when I was in Atlanta, those were still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. They have a guy kind of running it now. Sure. So the one that I go to, which kind of, you know, it makes sense because then it's like not a, not a bunch of pom- like different palms on the tongs. Yeah, but now it's just it's not palms on tongs. It's not palms on tongs. One guy's one guy's, you know, hand yeah, on so the plan. Now, so now there's a Whole Foods lunch lady, basically. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, at Filipino restaurants, that's a big thing is are, are those um those types of restaurants here in these states and they're called point point joints because you just point to what you want and then you, you know <laughs> well, um, that's an incredible name yeah 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 
but yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. That's Fucking, cool. Well, that's a complete 180, dude, on, yeah. on food stuff. So that's cool. And that just goes to show, man, re-audit, change things. You're bored. There's always something that you can try that's different mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, may yield better results for you. We'll see. I mean, you know, I can also end up being 30 pounds heavier in like six you would, months. You would know by now, though. Five yeah, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're down, you'd you'd fucking know by now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, but definitely feel better and you know feel better in the it working out in them too. Yeah, I mean that's and that's where that kind of intuitive part comes into where it's listen to your body. You know, it'll tell you your your energy's flagging a little bit. You're uh, you're not feeling supportive, or you're feeling you know joints are beat up or muscles aren't recovering the right way. You're probably not getting enough nutrition in. Right. So get on that. New tree shown. Getting it, baby. Uh yeah, the 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 big recent addition for me, and we're gonna do an episode where we talk more specifically about it, but uh but spin the sauna. I've been doing the mm-hmm. sauna every day. Every day? Every day. I sent you some pics, right? Do you yeah, see yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. So you gotta come check it out, dude. It's it's I mean, I get it up to like two hundred degrees up in that motherfucker. And how long are you in there for? Tw- 20, 30 minutes. Anybody yeah. else using it? Not really. Yeah. I mean, like Nancy's come and sat in there and be like, Ooh! but um, I think she'll, I think she'll start eventually. And Stones come in there a little bit and kind of hung with me. But no, it's mostly just me in there, and then the do- my little dog will sit on the outside on the bench outside of it. She doesn't. She likes to kind of hang out in there. Is there? There's not like a speaker in there, right? Or do you just have headphones? No, no yeah, but I do the ear pods. And I just, you can keep your phone like right outside the door and Great. they seem to work. I don't know. Maybe it'll shorten the life of them, but, um, yeah, it seems, it seems to kind of work, you know? Wow. Yeah. It's cool. It does feel weird though, because it's this whole, it was this whole process getting this fucker in, which we'll talk about, um, on a, on an episode, but <laughs> I did all the, to get it in there. And then I'm only in there for like 20 minutes a day. It feels like, all right, well, <laughs> I got this thing back there. But, uh, you know, it's been great. I think I want to maybe try using it a few times, using it a few times a day, you know, or doing like some kind of longer sessions. I still, at a certain point, I'm going to add in an outdoor shower. Um, And before anybody starts, you know, calling me a fucking, you know, bourgeoisie, it's, it's, I have like a water faucet out there and it'll literally just be a shower head that's attached that's run from this faucet attached to a tree. So I can just rinse off when I'm out there with cold water. It's not going to be like some beautiful outdoor shower thing. It's just, it's literally going to be a fucking faucet hanging out of a tree, but, and only cold water, no hot water heater out there or anything, but just so I can do some like cold in the shower and then back into the um, sauna. And I may even look into, do you remember when Tony uh, Cavalera was on the show and he talked yeah. about that uh, cold, yeah, the DIY yeah. cold plunge? And maybe do something like that. What was it, a fridge? Yeah, he got some fridge yeah. from, um, I'm actually going to go re-listen to the episode, but some fridge from from Best Buy, like, yeah. a cool, like an outdoor freezer. Right. And then he cocked it shut and filled it with water or something. I don't know. I need to re-listen to it. He said that there was a way somebody like he gave a name of like what you can look up online on YouTube. Yeah. That, that showed the exact one and how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because I think I need, because I was even thinking like, I could just get a tub out there and fill it with water and then maybe have ice. But that just seems a lot like we're talking about sustainable a lot this episode. I, it just having ice all the time to fill that thing. Oh, yeah. Versus if there was something I could just plug in that was refrigerated, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's kind of next down the road. I mean, the it was a Herculean effort getting this sauna thing done. And, and How long so, did that take? I mean, all told, you know, six or seven months. But that was because I, I ordered it and I had to wait for it to come in. And then there's, you know, you have to get some um, electrical fitting. Uh, so I had to work with like this electrician and then get somebody to put the thing together for me because I'm not really handy. I was going to uh, say, it, do- it doesn't show up built, right? No, you get a kit. So it shows up in like a big pallet and then you have all the pieces and then you can assemble it. And you, it's fairly minimal tools that you need to assemble it. But I, I would, you know, unless you're like really handy, you probably need to get somebody to kind of help you. Yeah. Um, and so I had my brother-in-law come out and help. He's, he's, uh, builds furniture and chart carpentry and stuff. And so he was able to do it. No problem. But by on my own, I don't know if I would have been able to pull yeah. it off. Not, I'm not handy at all. I wish I was, I'm not. Um, but yeah, it's in these, it, it just kind of fits together and yeah, it's, it's interesting how it all kind of clicks together. But um, but yeah. So stay tuned. We'll you, you and I, and we'll have somebody on. Um, I don't know, maybe like Gabrus or somebody funny to yeah to grill me on all all <laughs> things sauna, and then we can even put it out on social media if people have questions that they want us to answer on that show. We'll we'll do That's that. That's so cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, you got to come check it out though, dude. No, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I'm sure there's a way to um to distance. I mean, I guess you in there and me out of it. <laughs> yeah. Or I could just, you know, like I'll just open the backyard and you just yeah. come out and I'll, I'll have it all heated up and you can just fucking try it. And then. Dude, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's slick. It smells mm. good. It's got the cedar smell. And... Oh God. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's real cool. Ooh, envious it's, buddy. It's weird. It's been hot too. And in, in LA recently. So it's been like. 70 80 so it's been like hot outside and then hot in there and there's a lot of fucking shit happening what do you what do you what are you keeping it at regularly though i so when i go to go in there you there's not there's a like it's a more basic thermostat so i just have it go on the max and then i'll i'll do like one kind of heat warm-up cycle for like an it in about an hour it's to temperature and it's i like it around 200 degrees to between Two, 190 and 210 and uh because it's so it, in a traditional um four wall sauna you have higher benches because the heat rises right but in a barrel the the bench is just kind of cut down the middle and so it's not as hot where you're sitting on the bench and i have like the thermometer up high so you know that would be the hottest the hottest part of the sauna is like 220 but I would say where I'm sitting on that bench, it's more in the kind of 190, 200 range. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 what I've been doing. And wow. it's it's fucking hot, dude. I mean, it's amazing how much those. It's an eight kilowatt mo- heater, so it's amazing what those heaters can put out. God, that's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. How many people can fit in there? It's. I think. I mean, so, I guess we'll get to it when we. Yeah, we yeah, get yeah, the yeah. App, well, I'll yeah. say I'll save it, but I mean, you know, I you could fit. 
five, five, six people. I think you're supposed to be able to fit eight in there, which you could, but you'd be like shoulder to shoulder. Sure. Um, but it's like seven by six. Uh, yeah, seven by six. Wow. So yeah, it's yeah, you fit good. I mean, definitely five, four, five people, no problem. But stacked, you can fit at least ten, right? Stacked, yeah. you're just laying on top of each other. Yeah, dude. If you just stuffed it like a <laughs> like a bushel of like tomatoes or something, I mean, you could. Yeah, no problem. You get fifteen people in that some bitch. I mean, it's like got to be like four hundred fifty cubic feet. You stuff stuff a bunch of bodies in there. If we flipped it up and made it like a real bar- barrel, a real yeah. barrel, yeah. Oh yeah, no no sweat. Yeah, or a lot of sweat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> all right dude um yeah well uh if you do have questions for us we'll answer them at um ask the dumbbells at gmail.com or you can you know hit us up on any of the social media places where we live the the, the dumbbells on all of them um and uh yeah we'll be back to answer these um, and with episodes every week, including this one, happy to be back. Happy to chat about this shit. We missed you, huge. Glad to see you doing well. I'm, I'm looking at Eugene, guys. He looks great. He looks lean. He looks strong. Mm-hmm. He looks happy. A little tired, lo- lo- but yeah. good. Yeah, tired in a good way. Tired in a good way for yeah, good baby. reasons. Yeah. Well, well, well. Uh, yeah. So you got we got the where they can find us on mm-hmm. behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero. We are the dumbbells. All the wonderful listeners out there asking the great questions, uh, and anybody that's uh, that likes some, um, you know, eating fistfuls of protein and thumbfuls of fat, and, and cupping ha- their carbs, cupping their carbs, fucking dirty hands, yeah, cupping them pa- carbs, packing them in like chewing tobacco. Uh, we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. Yeah. That was a headgum podcast.